Hey there, there is a lot of talk of doom and gloom in the economy right now, so why are loans to small and medium businesses actually on the way up? I'm Aaron Young, today we'll find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Hello and welcome. With high inflation and the cost of living and rent going up, definitely feels like the economy is in pretty bad shape. More than 7,500 businesses closed in Victoria, the state of Australia, last financial year, for instance. However, data shows that banks lent almost $600 billion to small and medium enterprises over the past financial year, an almost 30% jump from the previous year. Here to talk about what it all means for the economy is Anna Bly, CEO of the Australian Banking Association. Great to see you here on Ticker again. Um, talk to us about what this figure actually shows us. Great to be here, um, Aaron. And I should just make a slight um, correction there. Banks uh, currently have $600 billion of lending out to small and medium businesses. And you're right, that is a 30% jump on last year. Uh, that means in the last 12 months, they've made two, um, $200 billion of new lending to more than 300,000 businesses. And there's probably a number of reasons. There is no doubt there are many businesses who are still doing it tough, uh, but they're in particular sectors. So uh, I think we know that in the clothing and footwear area, uh, in uh, some of the hospitality areas, you know, and particularly in some parts of the um, CBDs of the, around the country, uh, there are people still really struggling to get back to where they were pre-COVID. But what we are seeing on a more positive level is we're seeing, um, you know, migration is back, students are back. Uh, so those businesses that were struggling 12 months ago to get staff uh, can now have a much higher level of confidence that they can start to invest in their business, grow their business, because they're confident that they can get the staff uh, to staff that you know that growth so yeah. Uh, yeah. a combination of factors but we do have um, you know if we look in health care uh, in education if we look in uh, areas like agriculture uh, into um, mining all the small and medium-sized businesses that serve those sectors uh, you know they're seeing a lot of activity and a lot of growth so it's not all doom and gloom and I think that's an important message out there. Yeah, I think it's yeah. definitely hard for a lot of businesses, right? But why has there been such an increase? So you say $200 billion. Has that been from the banks essentially trying to provide their own stimulus to business to keep things going? Um, talk to us about the reasons why we're actually seeing this, particularly when we're seeing businesses closing. Uh, no, we are seeing this very much in response to demand from SMEs. Throughout COVID, the demand for credit from um, Australian banks was very low from the SME sector. And that's not surprising. Uh, you know, no one's going to take on new debt when they really don't understand what's happening in the economy, when they can't get staff, where shutdowns were happening uh, without, mm. you know, a lot of warning. But now that there's a lot more certainty that we're not going to be shut down again, uh, that there is a lot more certainty that they'll be able to find staff they need. Uh, there is a lot of businesses out there who are seeing growth. Uh, you know, we've got um, international students are back uh, in very big numbers. Uh, we've seen, um, so, you know, all of those um, businesses around our big campuses have a lot of uh, demand back into their sector. Uh, we're seeing huge demand uh, out of the agriculture sector, the mining sector. And if you think about, you know, regional Australia, places from, you know, my old stomping ground in Queensland, like central parts of central Queensland, many businesses there seeing um, 
seeing the opportunities for growth, and then having the confidence to back themselves. So this is very much banks responding to renewed demand. I think the other big indicator that's encouraging is, uh, while you're absolutely right, all of us will have seen small businesses close uh, in our in our local communities, uh, there hasn't been, um, in fact, defaults on small business loans are still lower than they were pre-COVID. So it, they're very, very small numbers. Um, you know, and we do know that uh, from time to time, businesses will go through a rough spot and banks are there and can provide very practical assistance to get people through that when they can. Yeah, obviously there's an element of risk though. If we're seeing seven and a half thousand businesses closing in one state, and Victoria was obviously hardest hit by the lockdowns and the length of lockdowns as well, are banks taking on a lot of risk by lending to people? And what do we know that people are using this money that they're lending from banks, borrowing from banks for? Uh, well, there's always an element of risk in every loan that every bank makes. Uh, and it's uh, up to every bank to have a very clearly defined risk appetite. And small business lending is by and large a riskier business than uh, mortgage lending, for example. And it's why you'll see bank banks will price that risk into uh, what they charge for a business loan compared to what they would charge for a mortgage. Uh, having Because businesses do fail uh, at a higher rate generally, in the, even in good times, uh, they'll fail more often than um, a a customer, a mortgage customer, uh, will fail uh, in repaying their mortgage. So yes, it is a riskier part of bank uh, lending, but that's what—that's the business banks are in. They're in the business of judging risk, uh, and I think you know we can't have a thriving economy if we don't have uh, businesses uh, and individuals prepared to back themselves and take a risk to start a business or to grow their business. That's a risk they take, and then the bank takes the risk on the other side when they back them. Uh, I don't think banks are taking too much risk here. They've got very strong lending standards. Uh, they accept that small businesses are slightly riskier. They hold capital against that risk and they price that, that risk into the cost of the loan. So uh, I think you know what, what we're really seeing is different sectors. You know, when you say that 7,000 businesses have closed in um, Victoria, they won't all be from every single part of the economy. Or the one, you'll see some that close uh, because you know there's a problem in their sector. Uh, mm. You'll see some that'll close because you know where they're geographically located, uh, and then unfortunately some close because you know it just wasn't the right business uh, to start. But with. obviously, so, sorry to interrupt. But obviously, at the moment, um, when interest rates have been pushed high yep. for such a long time to record highs uh, for, for since 2012, and people start to tighten their wallets, there must be a lot of sectors right now that are starting or have been feeling the pinch and people are, have business owners have just been trying to recover after the lockdowns and through the uncertainty of COVID now to go into a period where people seem to every business owner I speak to says that um, th things are really tight right now. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, we, we know in Australia, people will do anything to keep um, to hang on to the home that they have a mortgage on. And yeah. so they pay their mortgage first, even if it really means stretching them, and then they will start to cut back on all their discretionary spending. So they won't go out to dinner as much. They won't eat takeaways. Uh, they won't be booking um, expensive holidays. They won't be buying new clothes at the same rate, or they'll be buying uh, you know, the cheaper brands. Uh, we know that that's exactly how Australians, and we see that in the data, Australians are you know, despite 12 interest rates, 
they are continuing to pay their mortgage. We have not seen any significant increase in the number of people unable to meet their mortgage payments. But they're meeting those mortgage payments because they're tightening their belt on everything else. So yes, if that's what I said before, if you are in um, you know, some some areas of hospitality, if you're in some areas of clothing, you will be, as a small business, finding it much, much tougher than people who are in other sectors of the economy, which are not only doing well, but in some cases thriving and growing. Yeah. Uh, so Can I you give us an idea of what some of those sectors are that are thriving and growing for many of the entrepreneurs that might be watching this segment at the moment thinking, where is the money at the moment? What sort of business should I be in if mine isn't working? Uh, well, it's very interesting. So, you know, if you look, if you look, for example, at hospitality, you'll see, and you'll probably, I'm sure you'll see this when you go out yourself, uh, some of the very high-end restaurants are still doing very, very well because, uh, you know, there are people still with money in the economy. There are people mm. who will still, they won't go out to dinner every week, but they'll still go out for someone's birthday to somewhere. Uh, whereas people at the other end, maybe the fish and chip shop, the, you know, the local cafes are finding it uh, and particularly those in some areas of the CBD uh, are still finding it very tough. Um, but in terms of areas of the economy, agriculture is doing very, very well at the moment. So if you are in a regional town that is based on agriculture, uh, you'll be doing well uh, if you're servicing those areas. Uh, so you're either, you might be providing equipment into those, those parts of the economy. Uh, you might be providing services. You might be providing um, even just retail and hospitality in those yeah, yeah. regions. Where, where where agriculture is doing very well, right. yeah. and, you know, isn't that great? After they've suffered for a very long time with drought. Yeah. Uh, similarly, mining services, uh, areas of um, uh, areas of the economy where we're seeing population growth. And so I think that's it, probably it, the key to it, isn't it? When we talk about population growth, trying to watch I'm, where that growth actually is. We got to leave it there. Unfortunately, I could keep speaking with you for okay. quite some time. Anna Blight, as always, appreciate your time from the Australian Thank Banking you. Association. That is a program for now. For more, you can head to tickernews.co, download the app, of course, as well. Look for Ticker on the App Store. I'm Aaron Young. I do hope to see you soon.